0: Hi, everyone. It's Dave from that podcast that me and Paul do. Say hello, Paul.
1: Hi, Paul from Keyhorn. And um, are we using our, our new production
0: label yet? Oh, our new product. yes. Uh, brought to you by Foghorn Productions. We very cleverly used our surnames for this. <laughs> this. This week's podcast is a special. What we've done is we've actually hijacked our own podcast because it's going out on May the 4th. And we love Star Wars, so we thought we'd do a Star Wars special for this episode. So, without much ado, Paul, let's get going. So, Paul, Star Wars, what do you think? What, What are we talking about? We're talking about the cultural references, aren't we? Cultural impact.
1: Yeah, cultural impacts. And also, I mean, I've got a few, I've got a few little personal stories as well that I'm going to throw in because I've got a funny feeling you've
0: done more of the research on cultural impact than me. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. And, and just just so if all the audience are aware, because we're recording this for Star Wars Day, today I'm dressed as a Wookiee, which means I'm absolutely naked apart from two Banderos across my shoulders. Which which luckily is not the way you're normally dressed in the office. It's not. No. I don't I never I've never done a Zoom call dressed as a Wookiee before. And I will I'm, be deleting this video immediately.
1: And uh, I I I just see myself as a stormtrooper, to be honest.
0: I see you as a stormtrooper as well. Do, do you remember Daniel Craig was a stormtrooper? Was he really? Yeah. When they I can't remember which film it was, but they had loads of cameos and yeah, you, you. When you knew it was him, you actually. Oh yeah, no, that I could tell that's Daniel Craig because it was. Everyone wanted to be in it, so there was loads and loads of little cameos. Obviously, you couldn't tell it was him, but he was in it. Star Wars, gotta love it. Oh, so, yeah. cultural impacts. Let's should, should we start with one of your stories, Paul, and then it can only well, get well, better. I mean, come on. The, really, the first thing we should sort of say is
1: because of our sort of age, we we grew up with Star Wars, so we're in our fifties. And it, you know, it was it just. I mean, personally, blew my mind when it first yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, yeah. was. I guess we we grew up at the uh, the back end of the guys going off in the, the Apollo missions onto the moon, and I, I grew up actually. The first thing I ever wanted to be was an astronaut. I was building Airfix models of spaceships, right? So. Outside. So Star Wars came along, and it was just like, "Wow!" I mean, yeah, yeah,
0: another world. The the Star Wars was fantastic. There was so much terrible stuff going on at the time. I I don't know if you can remember this. I was very, very, very small, but I remember seeing on TV the final. um, do, Do you remember the final helicopter lift out of Saigon at the end of the Vietnam War? Well, I I've re- only remember it from watching it on. Oh, I, I I was probably only three, four, maybe five, six. Well, maybe six or something. But I remember seeing that on TV, and and you no, know, and Star Wars came into that kind of era, and it you know it wasn't about war, it wasn't uh, heavy, it wasn't worthy, it wasn't trying to make you cry or change the world. Just fantastic fun and brilliant special effects, um, and it was. A, an all-encompassing kind of film because, you know, the bad guys were generic bad guys. We recognised from everywhere. You know, it it was brilliant. But importantly, it actually helped to save Fox, which was a virtually bankrupt production company at the time. Oh, wow. So, you know, the the money they made from that first film meant they were able to buy Aspen Ski Resort. (laughs) that was probably looking back quite quite a nifty little deal for them it was i've got no idea if they still own it but that was them basically trying to invest the money so they have to pay tax but of course one
1: one of the other famous things about star wars was not it that if i'm right in my my distant memory is that um most people took um didn't they just take pay for it as opposed to um they were offered a cut of the the money I've got. I've no idea, mate. Uh, maybe that. I'm thinking of another film. Hey, that's my memory shot.
0: Yeah. Uh, 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 well, I just have to say, listeners, uh, please do not. This is just our recollection on most things. Please do not take any of this as actual fact. Any yeah. facts I've got, we've got from the internet, so I can't go verify their fact checked. And anything we remember, well, we're old, so we we rarely remember anything truly as it was. <laughs> just saying that as our disclaimer. Yeah. We we have a we have a, a dusty memory we do we do have a d- dusty memory covered cu- uh, um did you know paul that the in october 2007 the uh nasa, NASA space shuttle actually carried an original lightsaber on it and so an oh. actual an actual original prop lightsaber <laughs> has actually been to space do you, do you know suddenly i've got this image of
1: these astronauts on the space station or up up in space actually playing with it. Can can you imagine that they they would have to do it, wouldn't they? Making all the noises.
0: (laughs) They'd be fighting over who's playing with it next. They would, they would. But on that that same kind of thing, there are actually organisations globally that will teach you lightsaber combat made with hardened they have hardened plastic lightsabers that emit lights and have the noise 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 when you use them wouldn't you just love to do lightsaber combat oh yeah yeah
1: the people the the person who thought that particular thing up i mean there there was some great kind of let's call them inventions i actually met um way, way back, one of my best friends at the time, a guy called Dave Ferry, he was really good f- friends with this guy called Philip. And Phil's dad, Fred Hole, was he's um special effects. He actually yeah. got nominated at some point for an Oscar. So right. I have a family member who got an Oscar, but I will oh, leave definitely. that alone. Right. But Fred Hole was was involved in oh, loads of stuff. Star Wars, uh Raiders of the Lost Ark. These are the ones I remember. But oh, and James Bond as well. Some James Bond stuff, I believe. But we went round to to Phil's house, and um, some of the stuff that he had, obviously collected yeah, along yeah. the way from the films. Um, there was always this James Bond thing where. Uh, Sean Connery slides the, the floor goes, he slides down this silver chute, lands in this beautiful kind of reclined leather sofa that was in the house. It must have been really? fortune. It was so comfortable. It wasn't a prop, it was beautiful. Right. Anyway, the Star Wars stuff. He had some of the, the I think there was a helmet from one of the characters. And I always remember this wooden pistol. And i looked at it and i just thought how shockingly bad it was <laughs> it looked i mean it, it was a vaguely painted yeah, yeah yeah it looked like someone had literally just cut you yeah. know cut it out threw some paint on it and then chucked it out all in 10 minutes
0: yeah i mean the the, the i know this isn't directly related but that, that's the thing about props I mean, you know, when I went to art college, I learned how to be a prop maker for the theatre. So the the way you make props for the theatre is not that far removed from the way you make props for the cinema. And we always talk; it needs to be obvious what it is at 30 feet. Yeah. You know, so too much detail and too much, unless it's huge, you know, no one's going to tap it. No one's going to, you know, actually be able to scrutinise how it's made.
1: And and the other thing is, The definition of what they're filming in in those days was just nothing compared to now. I I I wonder if things have changed because they're they when they've been filming in 4K, yeah, for a long time. Obviously, uh, normal HD is 1K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our eyesight, listeners, our eyesight is actually 8K. Really? So never buy a TV that's. Better, de- better definition than 8K because you won't
0: notice any difference. Or you ever. might possibly pass out because the <laughs> definition's so high. Um, so I remember seeing uh, one of the Lord of the Rings films. It was a re- remastered, so it was made before. It wasn't made high def, it was remastered to high def. Watched it, and it was so disappointing because you could you could tell they were in a studio. You could like you could see the studio floor and you could and you just went, this is so obviously a studio. And you're thinking, is the definition really that different that no one could tell this in a normal film? That as soon as it goes high def, you go, yep, that is definitely a studio floor because it's dead flat, you know. You and so how how, how how is all this not visible in a normal film? Anyway, we hugely digress away from what we're talking about. Oh yeah. Paul, you've got your, your defray glasses on so don't, uh, don't another, tell anyone i've got my wife reading glasses on oh you just told the world another interesting fact elon musk um used the word falcon in his uh, spacex rockets as a tribute to the millennium falcon so his rockets are called falcon one and the current one is falcon nine and that is a direct directly attributable to attributable attributable to the millennium falcon i fell over that word didn't i Big words for this time. Of I day. know. I know. Hold I fell Right over that one. Let me just Google that. I don't even know what it means.
1: Hey, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about um, another little story um, that happened to me that I to this day is a big regret. So we went off to uh, LA and we got a chance to go to the um dis- to go to Disney World. And of course, Disney has bought Star Wars. Yeah. So the Star Wars stuff up there is uh, incredible. And you know what? I mean, it wasn't that long ago that we went there. I didn't really want my picture taken with Mickey Mouse, but I saw these two stormtroopers walk, walk past me, and I just, I was, I just went, quick, quick, Sonia. Get get the, get the camera out! I need a picture with the. I need a picture. I need a picture. And by the time I turn round, these two guys had disappeared behind the you know these hidden doorways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just I was. It took me ages just to get over the fact I'd missed my opportunity. I, I should have. I was about. To, I, I should have just rugby tackled them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. Yes, but that's the kidney coming out, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean. it's interesting. Everyone says, oh, Star Trek, Star Wars, da, da, da. Different generations. Star Trek is the generation before us. Yes. Because it was in the 60s, wasn't it? Late 60s. And this is late 70s. So it's no entirely different generation. Um, do you want another interesting fact? Give it to me, Dave. This one made you laugh when I told you yesterday and made Daniel, Daniel is our lead developer, by the way. And we ran through some of these facts when we were working. Um, This made him literally groan and put his head on the keyboard. Midichloria is a genus of bacteria, and it's named after midichlorian, the thing that binds the force together. (laughs) I have no idea if having midichloria would kill you, though. Midichlorian won't.
1: And I I just thought...
0: I scientists, scientists love Star Wars. And I,
1: I, but whatever it is, I don't want it. <laughs> I wouldn't want to explain that one to my wife. No. <laughs> hey, I'm, hey, guess what, Sonia? I've got this really weird disease. Uh, and do you know where it? Where they got the name? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think oh, at that point, yeah.
0: she wouldn't be interested. I, what I should have really done is, I should have actually looked up what that is, shouldn't I? That yeah, that yeah. would have been really sensible. But no, I didn't. Can Penicillin sort that yeah. one out for you, sir? But perhaps when we get to season three, we might have a production assistant that can do this kind of thing whilst we're on, on air. Perhaps, you yeah. know, as the as the Foghorn
1: production company grows. <laughs> I, I did notice that when we, when we threw that one past um, Dom at Resource Productions, who they do the video stuff, um, that that she wasn't overly impressed. She, I don't think she quite sees us going for a BAFTA or anything just, just
0: yet. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think overly impressed is right. I think completely ambivalent is probably close <laughs> As yeah, in, she, meh,
1: whatever. She
0: doesn't spend a lot of
1: time on, on the thought process after <laughs> no, that. No,
0: not at all, not at all. Uh, another fact, Agathidium vedari is a species of beetle. There we go. So it's, so, and I bet it looks like Vader in his helmet. You know, black beetle. But like, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, if it, if it doesn't look
1: like him, I'd be really unimpressed. Yeah, I I actually went to um, Madame Two Swords. Uh, ju- I think it was just before or in the middle of kind of a lockdown. It was almost they were almost about to get closed down again. So. Uh, must have been last year, and of course they've got loads of Star Wars stuff up there as well. Um, right, it's actually really, you know, Man in Two Swords is what, apparently one of those sort of things that you just get a ticket for it cheap, chucked in with your tourist pass of all the big places up in London.
0: Okay, I don't I guess know It's been there it forever, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and I, and obviously it's changed a lot over the years, and it. Uh, listeners, man, it's I can't say it's worth spending the full ticket price to go and see it. But if you get a chance to go and see it because it's on, you know, part of a pass to go and see loads of stuff, it's definitely then worth, you know, going through. We were lucky that there were almost no queues for anything because it was during kind of um, COVID times, but. Great to see some of the Star Wars characters up there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, I've I got I got my picture with a stormtrooper, ha, <laughs> but it
0: was wax. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, the th- Star Wars is one of the things that's helped cement Britain as a filmmaking nation. So, so they were all made it. Is it El Street? I think they're all made in Elstree. Yeah, and and
1: and yeah, I mean, really, I think a lot of people forget the
0: how massive it was for our film industry yeah yeah yeah, and yeah and, and, really, and was a real was a real spotlight to the world of what what we, what we as an industry can do oh another fact Paul another fact I see a fact yep. incoming tropis is a genus of spider so oh. there's a stormtrooper spider that is fantastic don't you love that, that? I'd, I'd I'd want my picture taken with that as well so yes oh well let's find Find a picture of it, Paul, and then let's see. And then this is the last fact for the moment. Wookiee Chewbacca is a species of moth. Wookiee oh. Chewbacca. There we go. <laughs> so maybe the, uh, the the Stormtropus eats the Wookiee Chewbacca. Let's see. Hmm.
1: <laughs> you know, I, in, a, in a former life, um, I, was, I was running um, a bed and breakfast, and we actually had someone, and was it a Star Wars themed bed breakfast, Paul? No, but we oh. had someone who worked for George Lucas come through um, a couple of times, and it really unfortunate that, uh, it, you know, you know when people say I was going to do something for you, but for one, two reasons I didn't, and you kind of go, oh, that's it's worse that you've told me. So he said, I was gonna get you a t-shirt from uh what's the name of the ranch out? Is it um is it Lucas Ranch or and uh Skywalker Ranch, I think Skywalker Ranch. He went, that's he said, oh if you're ever out that way, you know, um give me a buzz, let me know, I'll I'll show you around. I, I was gonna bring you a t-shirt, but I didn't know your size. Just bring any t-shirt. Yeah, any- any t-shirt. Any t- I- bring a sticker. I- in- You'd you'd
0: be amazed what I could fit into. <laughs> it a oh. of, sorry, on a T-shirt from Primark. God, I don't care. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, I haven't been out to the ranch, um, and I've lost touch with the guy. Anyway, I, you know, people just come out with stuff sometimes. I think, but uh, you know, wouldn't it have been wouldn't it have been amazing if I uh, if I happened to have been out that way?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the stuff we should have kept. When I was young, I worked on a Prince tour. And I wish I'd kept the T-shirt for that, oh, but yeah. I just I just gave it to an ex-girlfriend or something, so some something silly like that, crazy like that. Um, and shouldn't I got a T-shirt from Nebworth. I worked for Nebworth Monsters of Rock one year, and I got a very limited edition T-shirt that I don't know, I just gave away. But,
1: but because this is going out to the general public, Dave, shouldn't you say um, that if that if that girl is listening and she's still got your T-shirt, you'd like it back <laughs>
0: but after thirty five years. Nah, she can keep it. It's fine. (laughs) Nah. She's probably probably doing a podcast with her friend, going,
1: Oh, yeah, there was this
0: guy I went out with, and he gave me. And the the podcast is about t shirts I've collected over the years. (laughs) The story behind the t shirt. Uh, Another fact, another fact, Paul. In 2013, Star Wars became the first major motion picture to be translated into Navajo. Oh, wow. Yeah, that that is seismic.
1: That is absolutely seismic stuff. And uh, there must have been a demand for it, which is really cool to think that even <laughs> even they want to know and watch Star
0: Wars. In in I you know I'd quite like to see that. But uh, do, do you know what my favorite Star Wars is? No. God. Blue Harvest, which oh, is right. the Family Guy parody of it. Yeah, <laughs> because. It's done with real love. They've done it because they they really really love the films because it's very very good. You know, it's not just some bit of schlock like we're doing. Yeah. It's, it's, it, they've studied it and they've got it, and yeah, you know, and it's a really really fantastic parody. And that is my favorite Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, I, I mean, I, I just, I just think that there was
1: actually there was a load of the ones right in the middle, weren't there? Um, and they all kind of got a bit... A the bit prequels, more, you like, mean? The prequels? Yeah. Oh, Phantom Menace and those ones. Yeah, they all, I think the, the film
0: series lost its way. I think it's so back now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, incredible. It lost oh, its way because, unfortunately, George Lucas was making them, but he didn't necessarily have a good idea. When the, the, those films are quite underrated. Phantom Menace is a great film. It has some fantastic sequences. The pod racing is a fantastic bit of filming. Yeah, you know, and Star Wars has always been known for its special effects, and the pod racing is a, you know, the the sound, the way the effects done, I love that, and and Darth Maul, what a fantastic character he is, only appears in one film, but he's a brilliant, brilliant Sith. Got to love a good Sith, right? Got to love yeah, a good and, Sith. and there's that there's that new one they put out that I can't watch because it's
1: on some streaming channel that I can't get. Um, with with one of the new characters oh can't remember what it's called and that kind of thing that really annoys me well there's a lot of stuff that annoys me about the streaming services you see all these great films being advertised yeah. um even in the paper they're going hey film of the week it's on sky movies if you haven't got sky movies that's not very useful uh, that, that sort of stuff really annoys me um and some of these great series that are only... Oh, months. warning, warning. Paul sounds like an old man. Warning, warning. I'm, I'm going to have a moan.
0: <laughs> are you going to have to have a sit down and put your slippers on in a minute? Put streaming services into room 101, please. Yeah. Anyway, which which film is it you're talking about that you couldn't see? Although, talking oh. about a Star Wars film that you've not seen, and we're doing a May the 4th be with you special, does sound a little bit like we don't actually, we're not actually very much into Star Wars. Oh no! I no, I think I've watched every single Star Wars movie for sure. Okay. So what's the? Uh, is, are these the? Because there was Rogue One, and there was Solo. Is it one of those two? Yeah, yeah. I think Rogue One's really good. Yeah, yeah. Rogue One is good. Um, are you talking about the Han Solo movie? And and yeah, that's good. All right. So, I mean, so, like... so so which film can't you watch on the? Streaming no, there's a series, series.
1: There's a series out on one of the streaming platforms. Oh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian, it's yes. on Disney
0: Plus, mate. Just get it, it's fantastic. Yeah. You get all the Marvel stuff as well. What's wrong with you? I, it, well, there comes a limit to the amount of things you can, yeah. I'm, for? I've, well, if we talk a moment about stream services, my opinion is Mandalorian, um, sorry, Disney Plus is currently putting out about one hour a week of new programming because there's one episode of the thing, And I know COVID, and I know they've not been able to produce as much. And that costs, I'm not sure how much that costs a year. But you compare that to the output you get from the BBC for £110 a year, including all the radio, all the news, everything. And you think, these streaming services have really got it good. Because, you know, they've just got to produce a couple of hours of new, new content. I know Disney Plus is particularly low. Netflix does more. Amazon does more. And you think, and everyone's applauding them and yet bbc is doing that every single day yeah that yeah
1: absolutely and and as are a lot of the other platforms you know like channel four and all, all the you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: um
1: and i think that you were the one who first told me about this with amazon um you get amazon prime and the next thing is the decent films and, and programs and they start saying, oh, you've got to pay a little bit more?
0: Yeah, yeah. They're, I'll tell you what they have done that's quite good on Amazon. They've put a little button so that you can t- click it to be just free to view. So you could hide all the paid for, extra paid for content. So therefore you can make it much more like a Netflix experience where y- you know if you can see it, you can watch it because you've already paid the money. Yeah. So which yeah. is good. Anyway, we're getting away from this aren't we and we've not even talked about we've not even talked about jediism as a religion oh now who didn't
1: tick that box i mean that was a red rag to a bull for me yeah when that came around i thought what a great way to uh stick it to the man
0: yeah absolutely
1: absolutely i love that i love that that became a thing at the time so for people who might have been a bit younger than than us, perhaps, who might be listening to this, it's uh, it's actually about... they Wasn't it on the census that there was this big thing that if enough people said that this was their religion, they had to put it on the census? Yeah, I think it was 2002. Yeah, and gave us all a great opportunity to become religion.
0: But that was an international thing as well. I mean, that happened in Australia and New Zealand as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's and there is actually at least two Jedi churches. Yeah. Two two Jedi religions um in separate churches in, in the UK. Um but their websites are very Yeah. They take yeah. it quite serious. Let's just say they take it quite seriously and leave it at that.
1: Yeah. I've I've got have got a little fact I'm, because I didn't do much, as much research as you. If I've got a fact, I'm damn well going to say it. Good for the you. net worth of of Star Wars stuff as of April twenty twenty one in US dollars is nine
0: point four eight billion. That is enough to la- build and launch Millennium Falcon.
1: <laughs> Probably. Probably. But you know what? I, I think I think Disney are making their most out of what they bought. I I don't actually know what they paid for it, but you can, you know, they are they are
0: making getting their money's worth out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and they got Marvel as well, didn't they? So you know, they they've got some big franchises going on. So Yeah, and
1: and you know. I think they've done some. A, a lot of people were dubious about it when they when they did it, but. Uh, what I've seen at, at Disney World was great. Um, you know, I, and I, I applaud them actually
0: for what they're doing to the franchise. I think yeah, yeah, done yeah. Amazing. Yes, job yes. Bringing uh, and, it back. Uh, and, and they've left Pixar alone. They haven't, they bought Pixar, but they aren't. What, what they've done is really clever and it, what everyone was concerned about is that they were going to try and Disney fight everything. You know, D- Disney have a very particular ethos about stuff. Um, but they, they've done their absolute best to not do that they've left it alone and I'm really really pleased with that yeah and it mate where's the time gone where has oh. the time gone I know this is going to be this this is going to be our longest podcast to date and it's a special that's amazing Um. so last thoughts Paul last thoughts oh. any last thoughts do you know I,
1: I just hope that they continue to put really really good star wars films out and they carry on what they're currently doing with it um yeah I'm, i just i'm get i get excited almost as excited as the next james bond film coming out <clears throat> because after obviously being an act wanting to be an astronaut um a spy stormtrooper i obviously i wanted to be a spy
0: yeah i'm in, sure in that order a, well, yeah. you, hang on! You wanted you wanted to be a stormtrooper. Yeah, you wanted to be a clone on on the, on behalf of of the the Empire. You yeah, wanted yeah, to be you, a you know, a, foot, a lackey to the Empire. I was saying, up, yeah, yeah. I dreamed of being a tax collector when I was uh, younger. What's yeah, wrong with I, I you? Like, I like dressing up. Sto- stormtrooper. <laughs> I thought I knew you, mate. I really thought I knew you. That, that that this. This is potentially a deal-breaker in our friendship. Oh, don't tell tell me. I'm I'm looking at you. I think you wanted to be a Wookiee. (laughs) Wookiee. What do you mean, be? Am. Am a (laughs) Wookiee. Feel a Wookiee, be a Wookiee. Right. This has been Dave and Paul, and this is from Foghorn Productions. If you like like the sound of this podcast, there's more going to be. One released every week. If you want to get in touch with of us, just go to keyhorn, K-E-H-O-R-N-E.co.uk and then you can find details there. So thank you and see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.